I thought you got that all out earlier in the week. <laughs> oh, you mean when... Uh... We had a threesome. Again, another threesome. There's been a lot of threesomes this, in the past couple weeks. This one was a different one. We were both there. We were both there. And it was a paid threesome. We paid. <sighs> we decided if we were going to become experts in threesomes that we better hire a pro. And she brought toys. Oh, she brought a lot. A lot of a lot of spanking. Yeah, she was really cute too. She was cute. Oh yeah. God, she's yeah. gonna listen to this. <laughs> too far. She's we listen went to this. too it's far. Be so weird. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Okay. <laughs> I'll let you unpack that one. Welcome to the Open Love Podcast. I'm Jen. And I'm Darius. We are a real life couple that believes that life is most fully lived with an open mind and an open heart. So there's definitely a whole bunch of things that we have learned over the years about love and relationships and a whole whack of things that we have no clue about. But that's what this podcast is. It's a curious, honest adventure into the unknown parts of love. And on today's show, we're talking to you about a new kind of threesome that might just save your relationship. And it may not be exactly the type of threesome you were expecting. But mine was definitely hot. Was it? Definitely. So let me tell you a little story about my Friday night last week. I'm nearly naked, had nothing but my shorts on, in this hot jacuzzi. And there's only one other person in this jacuzzi, and it's not Jen. Wasn't me. It was my my pal, Elan. <laughs> Hold on, before we lose you. It was a savory conversation. We started the regular guy conversation about business and about sports and about all that stuff. Two guys in a jacuzzi, sooner or later, especially one of the guys is optimized for deep heart conversations like me and it turns out Elan also optimized for the depth we got into the heart stuff we got into relationships we got into the shitty parts we got into things that we messed up things that we were hurting about things that we learned in the process and I talk with a lot of guys about a lot of things and a lot of people in general but My history of talking to men about relationships, I feel like it's like 20 minutes long for my entire 36 years of life. Really? Men are not very talkative when it comes to relationships. Okay, so like give me an example. You go out for dinner with a bro. Yes. How's it go? The extent of the relationship conversation goes like this. Hey, how's, how's Jen doing? Yeah, she's good. How are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Okay, cool. 
that's usually it, right? Like yeah. it might be a little bit longer when it's, oh, I see you met a new girl. How's that going? It's a smile and the same answer. Yeah, it's Ooh. good. It's good. <laughs> and then you, you share glances. You're like, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's like maybe you share some details, but sometimes not at all. It's just kind of like, honestly, it's like, did you have sex with her? Like, yeah. Was it good? Yeah. Cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like you're still 14 or something. Yes. So. My boy Elan, we're getting into the deep stuff. I think I opened up and told them about a fight we had mm-hmm. and about my previous threesome <laughs> the week before. Oh, and who was that one with? She was a lovely lady. Oh. It goes by the name of Emma Brooks. Oh. We were at dinner and same thing. I opened up about my relationship, but honestly it was because she opened up a little bit, you know? And I was like, cool, it's all right. This, this amazing friend of mine that I know, and she's married to this great dude. They're recently married and I'm like, okay, cool. So they're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. We're having an honest conversation. And then she dropped this knowledge on me about fighting styles from this book that she read. And the same thing happened with Elan. He's dropping knowledge about things that he had to learn the hard way. And it's like so obvious, right? This is what men do. They, they talk to each other. They help each other. They hack through things. They, they network. But I guess it just never dawned to me the power of a third party into the relationship conversations because a part of me is like man if i admit something's wrong to another man i look weak Mm. but i feel like you women you've been doing this for a long time you guys love to talk about relationships with each other oh yeah we love it we we go on and on and on around and around so is, is this like Duh, Darius, way to clue in. Talk about relationships with your, your your friends. Of course, that's obvious. Well, I mean, I'm curious, like, what it was like for you in the past. Did you just, you just didn't talk to anyone about what was really going on in your relationship? Did you have, like, one person or, or no one? Mm, sometimes it might require a lot of alcohol or mm. being in a, lifted state of mind mm-hmm. where it was like oh we broke up <laughs> and yeah. people were like i thought things were great yeah what happened you guys were so happy smiling and dancing and laughing and then you broke up yeah and i i think i didn't want to repeat that pattern again so i'm like i'm gonna bring in other people third parties into these intellectual heart threesomes mm. and admit that I don't know everything and that we fight and we're not perfect. Yeah. And I think a part of why I feel so comfortable doing that is because you and I have this agreement early on, this shared understanding that we are together. The universe brought us together to heal shit. Yeah. And to heal shit means you got to admit you're hurting. Mm. You know, so I think I'm more open to that. 
Yeah. It's also something that I'm really hardcore about talking to other people about what's happening with us. Yeah. I feel like you have a practice of this and I think I'm just learning from you. I'm watching you do it and it works. Well, it, it took me a long time to get to the place where I'm at now. Um, which I'll explain in a second, but in the past it was like, I, uh, you know, I would just kind of bitch, I guess, to my girlfriends. Like, oh my God, he did this and he did that. And this sucks and that sucks. And I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. And like, um, I feel like sometimes unhealthy women relationships can be very like sort of bitchy and, and just like talking down about partners and like, you know, going on and on and validating each other. Like, yeah, girl, you shouldn't put up with that. You deserve better than that. You know, that kind of stuff. And, um, since, since I've been with you, I was like, much like you said, I, I recognize and I'm very clear that there's a deep, um, opportunity here for us to grow together and to heal together and to learn from each other and so every time we get in a fight or every time something comes up between us I see it as an opportunity for me to learn about myself and for me to be a better version of me and a better partner and so can I just stop you there yeah because it sounds like you are and we are like something that we're not and I don't think you did that intentionally. Mm-hmm. It doesn't start there for the record. Someone else listening is like, oh my God, they get into fights and they're like, this is an opportunity to oh, heal. Oh, hell no. We do not start there. That comes like 10 miles down the road after crying and yelling and stomping and yeah, whatever. All the <laughs> traditional fighting shit comes up first. Yeah, of course. And then when we give it time to settle down. Yeah, yeah we eventually get back to that thinking of like, this is an opportunity to heal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, what I've started to do in my female relationships more recently is to utilize um, the, the magical intuition of women and the, the, you know, the depth of experience that all of my women friends have in their relationships to say, hey, this is what happened with Darius and I. This is what's going on. You know, I know I did this wrong. I know this came up. I said this. He said that. Can you help me see what I can't see here? Because I'm stuck and I, I can only see my perspective. Help me understand maybe what Darius was experiencing in this situation. Help me understand what you think he might be feeling or what might be going on here. And I just find it so helpful. Mm. I'm like, you know, so many pages of journals and notes from having conversations with my girlfriends of just like, holy shit. Like, yeah, maybe he was just feeling this. Maybe this is what was actually going on. That's amazing. I, I feel very grateful because I think so many men are afraid to like, oh man, they're talking. We're in trouble because now they're all just going to pile up on me and everyone's going to hate me and she's going to come back 10x more angry. 
and I've seen from firsthand experience. Um, I didn't know you were doing that with Jen as well. Your other Jen, not you. I can see that that would be true. Uh, Emily has, I feel like saved us several times. Um, and I just have such deep appreciation for them. Don't you think, like you said, like, like what makes you feel safe for me to share things about our conversations and our, our things that happen? What makes me feel safe? Yeah. Cause I feel like, I feel like a lot of, I think a lot of guys would be like, I know them a little, are you doing that? I know them a little, maybe a little more than a little. And I, I don't know. I just trust their hearts. Mm. I don't sense that they're about gossip. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're high vibing humans. Yeah. And most importantly, I've just seen the impact of you've come back so many times. Like I talked to, you know, Emily and she helped me understand this thing and she helped me like empathize with you. I'm like, what? That's amazing. Yeah. Cause truth be told most times when I'm like triggered, I just, ha- I can't access my empathy. Yeah. I can't get there. Yeah. And it's like, I sometimes need someone outside of the, bubble of what's happening to be like hey you could see it this way but that's a threesome that's a threesome that's your threesome they your threesome gives you empathy Mm -hmm. my threesome of late (laughs) with emma and elan separate occasions gave me gave me empathy too yeah because they allowed me emma taught me about fighting styles yeah and she explained to me through that book hold me tight yep that I saw that your fighting style was to create a reaction out of me so that you feel loved, mm-hmm. right? That that was the empathy part. I'm like, oh shit, she's not trying to manipulate me. She's not trying to piss me off. She's not trying to belittle me. She's actually crying out for love. Mm. And my fighting style was about like staying chill and like like pushing things down. And and distancing myself from the emotion. So you're looking for emotion. I'm pushing the emotion down. And I'm pushing the emotion down because my fighting style is like, man, if emotions get too high, people hate each other, which is the opposite, and hurt each other, which is the opposite of love, right? But those two are in contradiction. And all we're looking for is love. Yeah. I'm like, she wants the same thing as me. Yeah. And that was like such a powerful lesson that Emma so gently, you know, shared. Mm-hmm. And uh, Elan added to that. Guys, that's my landline. <laughs> Do not judge me. I feel you judging me at home. I have a landline. <laughs> it's free. It came with my internet. And the only people that ever call it are telemarketers. Telemarketers. And every time I pick up, what do I say, babe? You could have had a free flight to Fiji right now. Instead, you're podcasting. God you damn. say, Batmobile. What do you say? <laughs> I say, go for Batman. <laughs> and nobody laughs. Everyone's like, huh? And they just go right into their pitch. Anyways, Elan added to that lesson. And he taught me that when you guys are going into this vortex of fighting styles. who Who's you guys? You and I. Oh, us. Yeah. 
when you're going into your vortex of fighting styles, know that nothing positive is going to come out of that. And you just need to like step out of that, give yourself time, distance, whatever you need until that tornado of emotion is settled. Then make real decisions. Yeah, that's why I always go in the bathroom and cry. No, you don't. You sit there and you mope and you like yell at me and you, you know, like you don't even care. You never and you always and you all. Oh, oh. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to say? No, I'm good. Thank you. Okay. <sighs> I thought you got that all out earlier in the week. <laughs> oh, you mean when? Uh, we had a threesome. Again, another threesome. There's been a lot of threesomes this, in the past couple weeks. This one was a different one. We were both there. We were both there. And it was a paid threesome. We paid. <sighs> we decided if we were going to become experts in threesomes that we better hire a pro. And she brought toys. Oh, she brought a lot. A lot of, a lot of spanking. Yeah, she was really cute too. She was cute. Oh yeah. God, she's yeah. gonna listen to this. <laughs> too far. She's we went to this. too it's far. Be so weird. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Okay. <laughs> I'll let you unpack that one. Darius and I <clears throat> hired a therapist. We had our first session on Monday, and um, I don't know how did how did you think it was? How was it for you? It was, I was, it was my, I went to therapy a year and a half-ish ago. Mm -hmm. And that was head therapy. You sat, you talked. This is radical aliveness therapy. And Well, I'm, it's, it's called core energetics. What's the difference? Uh, they're two different modalities. One is based in the other. But this is core energetics. That's what the practice is called. Sorry, it's like a technical thing. Yeah, got it, got it. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't really that, matter. That was, it does matter because if was, people are like, "Oh, I want to, I want to look into what this thing is they're doing," okay, this that's what it okay, is. Okay, okay, audience that has no clue what we're talking about, <laughs> can you please explain what core energetics is in yeah. three sentences or less? Sure, core energetics is body-based therapy that focuses on your body and your feelings and uh, they believe that our memories and our habitual patterns of being in in the world are and emotions and feelings are trapped in our body and different energy patterns and so we do therapy where we move and we feel and we say things and we express things and like that's how we work through stuff is with our bodies instead of just sitting and talking and when she says we move, we smash things. <laughs> and when I say we smash things, I mean we smash things. Do you like that part? I fucking love smashing things. Your face really looks like you like that part. <laughs> um, okay, okay, so there's a cube. It's three feet high. It's three feet wide. It's cushy on the outside. And it's probably some sort of wood thing in the inside. You get a mallet and you look into your partner's eyes <laughs> and she's like 10 feet away and your therapist this professional tells you hit the fucking cube <laughs> and you 
fucking you're sort of slowly slow and then you're just like <laughs> you're just staring at i'm staring at jen's eyes I'm like Aah. yeah and she asked what she asked me okay darius what do you feel <laughs> you know and these guys have opened me the fuck up because i did a two-day workshop with her pal dave sutcliffe legendary freaking magician facilitator and they just open you the fuck up radically up so she's asking me how i'm feeling and i feel safe enough to just be super real i'm like i'm gonna be honest i'm feeling a little sexual charge from hitting that thing <laughs> here we are we're in our first 10 minutes of our first therapy session and Darius is, <laughs> we're like you know so deep and so serious and hitting this thing at each other and he's like fully aroused Okay, you got to be careful with the word fully. (laughs) Half aroused? Kind of? Okay. A little bit. So the first thing she asked me in the, when we're sitting down is like, you know, like what's going on? I love, first of all, I love this core energetic stuff. It's, it's, I'm such a fan. I'm also a big fan of Janice, man. That was, that was the first session, but I was like really impressed with her in a lot of different ways. And she asked me how I was feeling and and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to answer. Do you remember what I said? Before we you started smashing you were, things. You said you were nervous. That. And I also said like I'm a little frustrated. Mm. Because the like the <clears throat> masculine like let's get shit done. Let's go. Let's move. Mm. Was just like can I just freaking tell you all the things about Jen. And all the things about me. So that you know everything. So that we don't have to start at the starting line. So that we could start at like the 50 yard line. So we could just jump right in. Because I'm ready to go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. That feels like the man's approach to therapy. Of course. You're like, it's $150 an hour. You know, we don't need to talk forever. Can we just get to the, the thing and solve the solution? And then we're done. We're out. Right? Mm-hmm. And I, I threw that offer up as gently as I could. And she just looked at me and she's like, okay, great. Yeah, no, we don't need that. And I'm like, oh. but it's exactly them. They're all like, don't tell us your story. Just tell us what you're feeling. Mm. So... <laughs> I have a question for you because I feel like um, I'm guessing that the conversation often between I feel like women would be like, I want to go to therapy. Like, let's go to therapy. Come on, we got to work on our shit, whatever. And I feel like the men are like not into it or like, fine, I'll go because you are making me or whatever. But, you know. I, I did, I will own it. I did come up with the idea um, and I pitched it to you. Yeah. Why, like what actually made you say yes and why Why do you want to do this with me? I'm, I'm genuinely super curious. Um, so I think, I think I've talked to a lot of guys about couples therapy and since monday <laughs> no since like five years oh, very good. I've Fair enough. To like family members we've tried to get to go to couples therapy and like the older the men are generally they're like absolutely not yeah i've talked to a friend that i was talking to earlier today that i will not mention who's like nah i don't need that and they're going through a really hard time um i think there's a variety of reasons that i've heard from these men of why no one is there's a conception around this is they're just going to convince us to break up 
Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's like they're just going to tell you that I'm fucked up and you should leave me. Mm. To, I don't need people knowing my shit. I'm not like that. I'm a private person is exactly what my friend Mm. told me. Mm -hmm. Three, you're going to have to admit you have feelings and you're afraid that these professionals that are like know how to poke and find the feelings are going to reveal that you are human with feelings. Four, um, guys are afraid it's going to be a pylon, especially the therapist is a woman and you're going to like, you know, gang up on you. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's two against one. Um, and then whatever number I was at, I think it's six. I heard this one recently. Why the fuck are we going to obsess over the shit? Why can't we just tell me what I need to know in one or two sessions? You know <laughs> things. You're a PhD or whoever. Teach me the things, then I'll do them. Why do I have to keep coming back to you? Mm. You know, you're just trying to scam us. That sounds like the odds stacked against therapy right there. So, so... What's your pitch? Like if you were like sitting down with a guy and he's like, oh yeah, things are really bad in our relationship. Like how would you pitch him? To go to therapy? Yeah. Why? Like why do you, why do you want to do it? Why are you, why'd you say yes? So I feel like I'm a bit of an oddball example here. So I, I, I just do I, like, I see therapists three times a week. <laughs> The people who I photograph are often coaches, therapists, yeah. and thought leaders. And they have their own modalities or common modalities. So I see a lot of them. Um, and I love the hard work. I love the deep work. So I'm not the example. I'm the exception in a lot of ways. I think I would tell men to hack it. Men love hacking things, putting things together and like optimizing and figuring things out. And if you're looking for a long-term relationship or in one that might have potential for family and all that stuff, that's a, I'm going to talk to men, traditional masculine thinking, okay? You want to optimize the chances of your investment in this person in this family in your legacy if you're gonna have a child has the best chance of making it in a world where there's a over 50 percent chance of divorce right so you want to be a better athlete you get a fucking coach you know you want to sell a house you find the best real estate agent who knows all the tricks to teach you the tricks or do the tricks for you. And so this is the biggest potentially investment of your life and of your legacy. And there's a lot of things that can go wrong. And if you want a little help and a little assistance, makes sense. And if you're in a relationship, the same thing. I think maybe we can talk a little bit about the reasons we decided to go yeah sure so why don't you share with our audience do you remember what they were yeah um well one of them for me actually is, can i stop you there yeah 
what's the reaction of most people that you've talked to and said, we're going to therapy? Oh, it's so interesting. Oh my God, what's wrong? You know, my mom, like, is there something wrong? Is there a problem? Yeah. Oh my God, you guys are having problems. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> it's like, so interesting. I'm, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, I didn't know. And I'm like, yo, this is the best thing ever. Our relationship is the best it's ever been. Like, we are optimizing for longevity here and prevention and, you know. And so my whole thing around it was I see relationships as a, like we said before, as a grounds for healing. For us, we have the same similar patterns that come up over and over again. You know, the ways we react to each other, the ways that I feel like you, you know, attack me sometimes or I feel, you know, it's like the same patterns happen over and over and over again. And to me, that's like super inefficient. I want to keep growing with you. I want to keep, you know, visioning and and doing more things with you. And if we keep getting stuck in the same patterns over and over again, then like, where are we getting to? We're just going around in a circle. So um, for me, it was like, let's set up a support system. Let's set up um, someone that we know is in our corner not just mine or not just yours, our corner, so that when these patterns and things show up, we can be like, yo, I'm not going to try and figure this out because that's a waste of time. We'll spend a whole week because we know that it takes us a week to figure these things out on our own and come back together. Let's just go. Let's see this person. Let's smash it out. Let's get our feelings out and let's come back to love and come back to each other. And that feels like just a freaking life skill um, that I think everyone should have. And obviously I recognize that this, it's a huge privilege to be able to afford the time and the money that it costs to do therapy. Um, but I feel like it's like the best investment, like the ROI on this investment in my mind is, is huge. I feel like you customized that end of that dimension. Yeah, I dropped that in. I, I heard my dad's voice in the room. He's like, get the ROI. But like, I'm, I'm sitting here listening to you say this and I'm like, okay, maybe I'm in a bubble. Maybe I'm the exception. But I'm like, dudes, if you're hearing this, what is your holdup? It's like, you're, you're, do you want to stay in the same fight? I don't know any guy that likes having the same fight. They're like, get over the shit. Let's finish why do we keep coming back to the same thing, right? That's their complaint. So that, like when you pitched it, quote unquote, pitched it not to me like that, I'm like, yes, that's amazing. We're going to get over this thing that's continually pushing us backwards. And yeah. then you, the second thing you said that was like, we have a support system that's for us that in case something happens, you can be like, it's like insurance, you know? Totally. It's like, And that's what I like about um, core energetics uh, practitioners, it seems like they're not so strict about you have to come in once a week for six months or I'm not going to see you. You know, there's a yeah. little bit more flexibility in time. Sure. Which is like great because sometimes you need to see them once a week, maybe twice a week, right? And sometimes you could potentially have a little bit more flexibility. Sure. Which just give me so much just comfort of like, if we need to ramp this up, we can. Instead of being like just watching the relationship implode. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I think 
the ultimate reason behind it is like, if you want to have a long-term relationship, you're gonna have to figure these things out. And sometimes it's just easier and faster to pay someone to help you. And it may seem like messy work and it may seem like you're going backwards for a bit, but I think ultimately it's like the quicker road forward and the, and it's giving you, setting you up with tools to be able to keep like growing together. I felt like a lot of love for you at the end of our, our session together. Anything else you care to share about that experience? About our session? Our paid threesome. It felt very vulnerable to me. It's funny because, you know, like you fight and you cry and like all that stuff, but there was something about... Jana said something which I, I wrote out and it just I keep coming back to it and she's like the truth brings us into connection and I think I shared with you some truths there you know like ugly truths I call them you know she had us share with each other like you know the way that we're going to punish each other when you don't meet my needs I'm going to cut you off or I'm going to push you away and like that felt so vulnerable to share and to say and yet it brought us into closer connection cuz it was it is the truth and for and, one part of us and it meant something very different to me than it meant to you yeah for you it meant something ugly and messy it sounds like mm -hmm. for me i heard i care about you yeah you know, because she didn't just say, I'm going to cut you off. First of all, mm -hmm. they get you to do these exercises and you're just like, they'll tell they'll coach you on to what to say just to see if it brings emotion up. It's not like you're <laughs> shitting on the person. I'm imagining people listening to this being like, these two are fucking weird and crazy. And for, like, what are they for doing? For the record, we are. And I love it. And so you were, she, she coached you into like just hitting the thing and saying, I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to cut you off. And for me, why I heard I care about you was you, you had so much emotion when you were saying that. Yeah. And it, I felt your love because you don't want to cut me off. Mm -hmm. You don't say that with that emotion mm -hmm. unless you love the person, mm -hmm. you know? So anyways, it was a very different experience for both of us. Yeah. Yeah. It's in saying that statement. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've had some really successful threesomes in the past week. Holy shit. It's been like a week. <laughs> it's three, been three one week. In a week. <laughs> three threesomes in a week. Yes. I think that's our podcast. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. How you feel? I feel good. We're in a new podcast studio. Yeah, we we switch locations. It's fe something feels really nice about this one. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, six podcasts down. We got yeah. another one on Sunday mm -hmm. with a special guest. Yeah. You got feelings about that? No, because I no. <laughs> I'm like, do we know what the special guest? Do we confirm it? No. 
Yes, we are confirmed. Oh, amazing. Yes. Great. That's <laughs> the end of the Open Love Podcast. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks. We're going to see you again next week. If you want to have a threesome with us, write us a DM. <laughs> JK, JK. No. No, not? Okay. I'll have a threesome with someone. Great, cool. Yeah. Okay, we better wrap this up. Maybe we'll bring them in the... The studio. studio. <laughs> We've already got a foursome planned. That's true. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Until next time.